Welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Minorities Podcast. Your home for not so expert analysis, plenty of shit talking, and crazy, crazy comebacks. After Sky's first game, first time appearing on the podcast, this team goes nuts. So, I'm your host and resident Titans fan, JC. Joining me this week are uh, the heroes, the new heroes. Tom couldn't do it last week. Chicken wing. Um, yeah, I'm not a 49ers fan, but I do believe that they're going to be the heroes. Um, I'm kind of with that. Um, I'm just, I'm just here watching my Giants just wreck shit in the playoffs. They're just happy to be here and just fucking shit up. So, yeah. Good evening. Good evening. DJ here, victorious Cowboys fan. It's been 30 goddamn years and we finally did it. We made it. (laughs) Go Cowboys. And Phil <laughs> joining in. Oh, Phil, Phil, my God. It was close to me wondering if you were going to appear this week, but there you are after that hell of a win. So There he is. Yeah. We're going to talk all about the wild, wild card weekend. A uh, bit of... Uh, Sporting news, a couple of NFL hires here and there on the GM side of things. And make some little last-minute predictions for the divisional round. Rob was supposed to be on to give us an end-of-season report card for his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But he's not here. Don't know if he fell asleep. Uh, Don't know if he's still trying to figure out if Tom Brady is going to have a career after this or not. Who knows? But We uh, we know what happened. We know what happened. So. We might either uh, give our own version of a Tampa Bay report card for him or wait till he's back next week to, to for him to give it. We'll see. So, Anyway, as far as our bracket challenge goes, how do we do for the wild card weekend? Uh, DJ nice. was a perfect 6-0. and Rob, Phil, Nori, and myself were all 5-1, and and Chicken Wing was 4-2. and So uh, <laughs> DJ's got 24 points. Tough. Rob, Phil, Nori, and myself have 20, and Chicken Wing has 16 points. So... Uh, it is wildcard weekend. It is the playoffs. So let's kind of go through the games as they happened. Not in full detail, but something we should talk about. And we're going to start with Chicken Wing on this one because his Niners were and they were up in the first wildcard game of the weekend against the Seahawks. I'll start by saying this. How worried were you, Chicken Wing, when your Niners were losing mm-hmm. at halftime? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yes, DJ knows the amount of stress I was going through. (laughs) Lay with your chest, bitch. At the damn... What the hell? Baby shower. That's right. That's what it was called. Um, Yeah. That that place. And uh, the moment we had that fumble recovery, I told him, I looked at him dead in the face. I I said, it's over. That's it. That's all they needed was that one turnover. And sure enough, they just ran away with it. Yep. Uh, anything that like really stood out from you? Uh, there's one interesting stat about this game. Uh, Geno Smith is the only quarterback in the league that played 100% of his team's offensive snaps. I did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Regular season and playoffs. Huh. He's the only one that played huh. all the offensive snaps the entire season. So, how about that? Yeah. How about that? Geno the God. Geno the God. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, but I, I will say, looking back on the season now, the Seahawks are set up pretty nicely. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. G- Gino's yeah. found a home. 
they're set up pretty nicely in the draft thanks to the trade with the Broncos. So what are they, don't they pick top five or top ten, right? They're going to get the number five pick because that's part of the Russell Wilson trade that they're going to get from Denver. So Yeah, they have like, don't have like a decade worth of first round picks because of fucking Russell Wilson? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I mean, he's fair, not wrong. And to be fair, Denver did not play much, much better as soon as Hackett was gone. So I think it was Hackett was the problem and then everybody was blaming Russell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be uh, something. Well, well, we're going to get into that discussion a bit because uh, some Tom Brady rumors out there might be affecting that division too. It'll be worth discussing as well. So, uh, But yeah, take away. Glad you can breathe a little bit easier. Your Niners advanced. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about them in a bit too. So now, keeping up with going in order here. Phil, something about your Jaguars on Saturdays, huh? I guess. They say that you know, has never lost on Saturday. His uh, high school or college career. So he's never lost on Saturday. So I'm hoping we have a Super Bowl Saturday this year. Uh, no, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> one, thing that, one thing that really is, is crazy is we kind of all knew who was going to win this weekend. We all, you know, we're all better than 60%. And it, still, every single game, was just total excitement. Every single one of them was. No, it's going to be the last one. But uh, they were pretty dang good games. Uh, I I was content at halftime. I was like, well, we weren't supposed to be here. We got here. Huge turnaround. I was I was ready to say, okay, I didn't turn the channel, but I was I was I was. I lost some faith. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but I was just shocked by the poise. I, I don't see how really anyone does that. After how do you get in your own head and just fall apart when you your first playoff appearance? You've just thrown four picks, five total turnovers, and how do you not, how do you not just turn into mush? But Trevor didn't do it, and the whole team just kind of. They all still believed it. They didn't stop passing. They kept on passing. And uh, probably some credit to the Chargers being the Chargers for sure. But uh, it was it was amazing. Ask Atlanta when they played the Patriots a couple years ago. <laughs> I'm telling you, Matt Ryan. Yeah, ask uh, the, the Colts when they, when they played Minnesota earlier this year. Telling you, PTSD. Yeah. Are Are any of y'all surprised that? Brandon Staley still has a job. Yes. 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 Oh God. I mean, how? How? I mean, he's not look, a bad if this coach. Was, if he's this just was... not the guy for that franchise. I don't think he's a bad coach at all. No, it, it's if, he, if it's this is the early in the season, then I can understand. All right, it's it's early in the season, but this is the playoffs. You're up by twenty-seven. Why is and you can't pass plays? You know? Yeah. So. Yes, Austin Eckler still plays football. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he still plays football. Yeah. Okay. Well, so they scored 21 points in the first half, but good thing they fired the defensive coordinator. So. Well, I I figured yeah. like okay, yeah, exactly. Brilliant. He completely mishandled the uh, Mike Williams thing. Week 18, shouldn't have been out there. You know, or no, if he was going to be out no. there, just throw throw quick out routes. You don't need this game, right? He gets hurt, done for the playoffs, fractured vertebrae, whatever it was, right? And then you have the lead on Jacksonville. And, you know, one thing we've learned about Jacksonville this season, you never count them out. And Correct. 
But why, with that such a big lead, are you not running the ball, calling more running plays with that big lead to kind of waste the clock? You know? What the fuck? Don't want to give Trevor Lawrence a chance. And on top of that, Cameron Dicker was automatic at Texas, probably missed his first field goal ever. And it was like, well, if that is happening, things are just going Jacksonville's way. So, but Phil, I got to ask you about Maurice Jones, Drew. He called it. Did you see that? Yes. He's, you sent me the video. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, Maurice Jones, Drew, for those of you who didn't see it, came on half times as Jaguars are coming back. They're going to win in the field in the last seconds. He called it down to the, to the play. And, uh, it's funny because he's been picking against the Jaguars every every game. I think it's just kind of like it's because it's been streaking for him. And he even picked them against this game, but he called that one. Uh, one thing I was very surprised with is, or I'm still surprised with this week, is uh, Joey Bosa. Uh, he his comments after the fact. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. Didn't, he, he didn't help himself after that either. Uh, it's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have lost my cool. But uh, he, took, he, really, he barely took any kind of uh, credit or of the blame for what he did. He, he set him up that two-point conversion. Yeah. Doug Pearson said he would not have gone for it if they didn't push up to the one-yard line. Yeah, if he doesn't get that penalty, th- this game is going to overtime. I mean, I'm, I'm still convinced of that. But mm-hmm. was there a little blame on the ref in this one? Because when you see the video of it, Bosa looks like he just says something like in frustration and the ref kind of walks after him trying to get in his face like trying to egg him on what is he going to tell me whatever and then he throws the flag yeah there's always it's the NFL playoffs there's always a little bit of blame on the ref yeah but it's just that that's just a little weird I I get it as a ref players are going to say something like I don't know what he said if he's mic'd up I don't know if it was something Rachel says something about the guy's mama. I have no idea, <laughs> but I don't think there's any excuse for a ref to follow up after a player, get in his face angrily, and entice him so that he could throw a flag on him. You know. Well, before that, he already had one unsportsmanlike com- uh, unsportsmanlike call against him, 15 yards. That was the second one for the game. Uh, yep. He so he may have already put himself in that position as well so i don't know how much of that. i mean you can put some of it on the ref for, for uh, like hey would you say another fucker and i'm throwing this flag but he uh he also was out of control yeah yeah he he, he basically melted down and that's still though he know, wasn't a threat he wasn't swinging at people he walked away and screamed so why are you chasing him yeah so that's i mean i agree yeah 100 point yeah, like like it's words at this point. Like he's not in somebody's face threatening them. Like it's just words. It was his first one, wasn't it? I think it was his first one because the second one was the helmet slam. That's the one that gave him the two point. It, they called two penalties there, right? Because it was whatever he said, and then slamming the helmet on the field, and yeah, that put basically put the ball on the what, the the half yard line for the two point conversion. So, you know. <sighs> Shout out Jags, but I, I gotta. Well, when we get to that game for the next round, we'll we'll see where Phil's confidence is on this one. <laughs> so, um, uh, up next, let's see. We had, uh, well, I can get my screen back there. There was Buffalo hosting Miami. 
Dolphins put up a bigger fight than I thought. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Buffalo, this might have served as the wake-up call for the Bills. We'll see, right? Next game. Uh, Nori, your Giants. I was confident in this game, man. I think a lot of people were. It's, we, we all were. Yeah, the, I know we, we all, all were. were so, um, I mean, it's, it's a mixture of things. A mixture of Minnesota choking in the playoffs, and the Giants' what? defense has never all played 100% together like all year. We started off with Kayvon Thibodeau hurt, and then Aziz Ojolari was missing, and then Xavier McKinney hurt himself. And then, like, we never had everybody healthy. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I, I, It reminded me of, not that they're going to win th- this year, but it reminded me of 2007 when they went up against the Patriots and, like, barely lost. And they're like, hold on. We can hang with this team. We could beat them. Imagine, yeah. like, next time. And sure. that's how the vibes I got for um, for Minnesota. Even though the refs tried so hard to finger us during the game. Oh, they that tried roughing really the pass, Carl? That was bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, the, so, roughing the yeah, pass was horrible. Is so ridiculous. Horrible. And then um, Kayvon Thibodeau never got one single holding call ah. against them. Like, they had, he was arm wrestled the entire half of the game. He was mm-hmm. arm wrestled. I mean, or headlocked. And they never once called holding. It was kind of wild. Despite ah. that, still won. And yeah. I love it. Happy, I'm a happy Nori. I, I don't know. I don't know if y'all caught this at all or saw it, read it, whatever. Michael Parsons was watching the Giants and Vikings game, and he literally said the same thing you just said, Nori. He's basically saying whoever the, whoever their guard is who was on Thibodeau, he basically said he was doing wrestling moves on the whole game, the whole game, <laughs> and nobody's calling anything. It was crazy. It was, it was kind of wild to me, man. Yeah, like I know they let stuff go more in the playoffs, but yeah, some of that shit's ridiculous. So. I mean, seriously, um, you can't tackle the guy. Oh, that's not holding. It's fine. What do you mean? But yeah, hey, Giants came out with a better game plan. It really didn't stray too far from the game plan they had not too long ago, uh, Christmas Eve, I believe the game was. Mm-hmm. It's just that they had more talent, were healthier, and then they had the final. You know, they were able to win the one possession game this time. You know, around. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yep. the Vikings again in the playoffs. Probably won the Goal. division, but I, I think we said at the beginning of the season, if the Vikings get the playoffs, they're probably going to lose the first game they play. So. Yeah, for sure. We're frost, man. Uh, Cincy in Baltimore, and she's <laughs> first of all, Baltimore. All right. Lamar Jackson basically <laughs> taking himself out of the game says, "Yeah, I'm not playing. I'm not healthy." Um, for him. Yeah, and uh, for, so for anyone that got out there, I forget who it was that said it. Uh, just put a brace or Michael Vick. There we go. Michael Vick said, "Hey, it's a playoffs. Put a brace on it and get out there." Thank you. Uh, Fuck you, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Ask RG three how that went. Yeah. RG3 defended him all week and I'm glad he did. Because yeah. that's that's how that's exactly what RG three did to derail his entire career. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a what did Michael Vick tear his ACL in the preseason one year? Getting paid all that money, be on the cover of Madden. Why aren't you putting any brace on to get out there? You know? Yeah, put a brace on and get out there, Mike. You got yeah. it. You got no. it, Mike Vick. And I'm out there, buddy. No. Uh is this it for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore? No, well, in Baltimore, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I maybe because well, yeah. Maybe. yeah, I think bank at him. I think so. What's that, Phil? Mostly throw the bank at him. But they don't, but they don't want to. Know, Baltimore's man. never done that. They, you yeah. know, you know, the last time they did that, that Joe Flacco guy had that work out for them. <laughs> yeah, so, Super Bowl. Yeah, after yeah. the fact. No, after, after. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. That's the point. After the fact, they did not get what they paid for. They overpaid. Now, are you going to overpay Lamar Jackson? No, because yes, he's, when he's, when he's healthy, 
No, what I'm saying is I don't think it's it's possible to overpay Lamar Jackson because I think when he's healthy, he's a top five quarterback. So I think yeah. you you should throw mm-hmm. a lot of money at them, but I think they're going to hesitate because in their eyes, they already did that with Joe Flacco and they don't want to get burned, but they're stupid. And um, I hope they throw a blank check at him. I don't think they will. And I think Lamar starts shopping around to other teams who will want him because he's not on the contract anymore. Well, Lamar no, has said I'm he saying, I'm fully. saying they're gonna they're gonna franchise tag him. They're not gonna let him go. Okay, well, even if they tag him, they could see Lamar not him, sign that, the tender. That's, that's the done. thing. So exactly. be at least twenty five million. Yeah, that's yeah it, it it's a weird situation for him. You know, obviously he before the season he wanted a fully guaranteed contract, one hundred percent guaranteed. But yeah, the like hang up, I think, Watson. was why Baltimore was hesitant to it, and this season proves why he's an injury risk, big time. You know, and uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, when was the last time he was hurt like this? I feel he's like played he's the league four or five years. I feel like he's hurt at some point every season. You know, for um, a game or two, my man. Yeah, that's it. But the after, but he when you're in a all contract year, the worst thing that can happen to you in a contract year is a season-ending injury, which is in essence what happened to him. You know, um, and I don't know if teams are going to be teams are going to be wary of that. I'm not saying it's going to be like the Carlos Correa scrutiny, but they're going to be wanting to know what his rehab is and extensive physicals or whatever. Baltimore, yes, could franchise tag him if he doesn't sign a long-term deal, but Lamar could hold out, sit out, demand a trade, you know, not take it. You know, that there's there's a lot of power he has in that, you know? So the Browns gave Deshaun two hundred thirty million dollars. Yep. So when does that make more worth? I mean, that double that, triple it. I mean, that's so same division, and Cleveland's not going to win anything for a long time. Yeah. So it's, I think, I think there's a he's going to be the highest paid quarterback in history with his next signing. But is it going to be Baltimore? Baltimore. I think it's going to be Baltimore. Uh, who else might make a play for him if, or if the franchise would trade? Who do you think Anybody. might trade for him? Anybody a who's a quarterback to ready to win for a title? Uh, the the Colts, I mean, um, the, the Raiders. There, there was all the, the talk about Tom Brady going to the Raiders potentially. I mean, if they can't do that, I mean Lamar Jackson. If he's available, I definitely see them doing something for Lamar Jackson. Because look at all the other weapons they already have. Yeah, I think I think what you got to look at is conference. They're going to send them out of the AFC first. So for sure. So the NFC quarterback needy team is going to be the first teams to look at them. That that, that actually have uh, cap space. Because you're right, Lamar's going to want money, but Lamar's mm-hmm. going to uh, he's he's also going to want to play off with a contender. So there's that. That's how I'm looking at it. But I think I personally think that Baltimore is going to franchise him first. I'd like to see him go to either um, the Raiders or Detroit. Holy shit! If you went to Detroit, I mean that's Baltimore. not a bad that's not a bad option, you know. And the Jets aren't exactly sold. I know that's inside the same conference. The Jets aren't sold on what they have, even though they probably should be. They have um, my goddamn right. What do you I mean know. Asshole? No, I know they have that, but we how are they managing that? They're still talking about Zach Wilson being there. You know? So Well, they have to talk about Zach Wilson being there. I they have to be there. So 
Well, at this point, is Miami to start shopping for quarterback? I think they do. I think two. I, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, I, it's two concussions. He, I mean, he's 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 not just injury prone. I mean, he's like potentially like dangerously, like literally injury prone with these concussions. Get Parkinson's at age twenty eight if he's not careful. Yeah. And even then, he was injury—he was injury prone before he even came to the NFL. He was, yeah, he was injured when he was at Alabama. Well, he was, we yeah. Take a risk on, a, on from one injury prone uh, player to another, and then there's that gamble. Concussions is a whole other thing. I mean, just look at Antonio Brown. Night and day, what his career was before he took that one hit, you know, and how he acted and stuff. That's true. Uh, I mean, he was a little. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, other side of this game though is Cincinnati. That was not their best game. It was probably no. their ugliest win. <laughs> and uh, Basically got bailed out on a horrible quarterback sneak call that gets taken back 98 yards for a touchdown. So I, I don't even know what was happening there. Yeah. I really don't. So Here's, here's my, my take on that. You get the same, you got the same kind of thing with the Bills-Miami game. It's division rivalry. It's what it is. They, they know each other really well, and they can play – to their weaknesses or play to their own strengths or their team's weaknesses. And I think that's what it is. That's why I'm, I'm actually thinking the Giants might have a chance next week in Philly. Hmm. I'm not sure they're going to do it, but I think they're going to better than a better chance than if you're playing a non-division team. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I agree with that. Finally, the Monday night game. It was a minority matchup. Rob isn't here to talk about his bucks, but DJ, you're here to talk about your Cowboys. Yes, the talk of (laughs) Prescott was on an interception streak. Shit. But this uh, had to be a game of mixed emotions for you because, yes, the offense was playing great. The kicker, not so much. Oh, my God, man. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? What's that Brian McKnight song? One, you like a dream come true. Sorry, my bad. First of all, the better one one is the TikTok with Selena. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. <laughs> so, hey, I'm not yelling. All jokes, seriously, because yeah. I, I'll you know I'll start there. So he missed the first one. I'm like, all right, it, it, it is what it is. The playoff nerves, it's fine. Yeah. He missed the second. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Let me explain okay, you know why Dallas fans all the more are fucking spoiled brats, okay? Let me tell you. <laughs> why are we, me, why are we spoiled, me, uh, boys? Why? Wait, wait, wait. wait. What more spoiled than Spurs fans? I have spoiled, rotten what? fucking fans. Let me, I'm going to tell you why. Because okay, tell me. the whole time with the Giants, I am sweating and shitting things that I shouldn't be shitting for three fucking hours. Well, that's, think, that's unnatural things are coming out of my body. Colonoscopy if you're shitting stuff, you're not shitting, bro. Just so I'm so fucking stressed, <laughs> as every Giants fan is. Of watching this team over and over and over just be like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? Because we can't, we don't know how to just blow out teams. We know how to barely scrape by. Dallas fans are up like 170 to fucking six, and they're mad about the four points they didn't get. Are you fucking kidding me? They're not I'm the fans mad about that. Everybody that took the over on the game is pissed that he didn't hit. I was say, man, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's true. One dude literally won <laughs> 500,000 because of the four missed field goals. The over-under on the game mean? was 45 and a half points. 
and one guy took under, he bet a hundred thousand and got five hundred thousand. Yeah, like, forty-five wow. points total scored, but half a point. If he if Harry hits one of those uh, extra points, it, that that's basically like the longest bad beat born. ever for a game. So, yeah. but back to what you're saying, yeah, Dallas fans yeah, just he, can't he be happy that their offense dominated, right? So, yeah, like like like, like he, take you your Cowboys Cowboys are winning a playoff game. Like that is that's that, that, astronomical. Yeah. Just, just rock with it. Fuck it. Who cares? It's I mean, but they have. but they beat a bad team. Like they did the no. same thing that we. Yeah. Okay, well, first off, Mike, well, Mike, we all Mike, they're we in all the playoffs last week, including you. And y'all so all pick Tampa. So shut your fucking mouth. They're a bad team. You picked them, asshole. I know I picked them. I picked them because okay. Tom Brady okay, well, undefeated. Do you blame us, dude? Like no, I don't blame you. It's, no, it's I don't blame Tom you. Brady. The Cowboys hadn't won a road playoff game since when? You know, Tampa is not a well, Tampa is not a bad. Ago. Yeah, Tampa is not a bad team, Melissa. That, that's going too far, I think. Tampa yeah. is not a bad team. Yeah, they are. You know, they are really better towards the end of the season. And you know, granted, ever, after the Philly game, yeah, Dallas they beat Philly. Great. They didn't look all that hot against Tennessee scout team. And then I agree. They came in with everybody against Washington, and the Communists destroyed them. So it's. Hey, you look at that. Excuse now, was yeah. that game probably potentially a wake really call? Good. For sure. Yeah. I think I, mean, I was just playing really good that day. Yeah. 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 The Cowboys, uh, they threw the things over to me there because they, they just beat the Bucks. They they destroyed them. Every sure. part of the ball except except the extra points. And then uh, I didn't think. I mean, before this game, I wasn't sure they deserved to be there. I really wasn't. But now I believe they are. So. I mean, I mean the problem. And look, I, I'm I'm not right, mad that Maher missed the field goals. I'm shocked because he doesn't normally miss extra points. He was 29 of 32 through the season. So when he misses one or two, all right, well, what's going on? He missed three and then he missed four. He's never missed four extra points ever. So it's not that I'm mad about it. We're still blowing the bucks out at that point. I you are. Just, you are. Shocked. Yeah, I mean. It's the same thing that we do. Like, like, we literally, both of our teams blew them out, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, we're that's blowing. what I'm saying. It's just like, it's, it's just it's like, so, go ahead, go ahead. The, at the end of the day, the, the, the game was dominant. We won, a, we won a playoff game, more importantly, won a road playoff game in 30 damn years. So I am excited that we did that. We had the bad luck blues on. Didn't matter. Still won. So that curse is gone. 30 years gone. It was fantastic. The, I, I'm so glad that someone in the Cowboys organization heard my pleas last week. JC was like, this is something to hype your team. No, I'm going to plead with my team. Please, please. When a for me, please. And, and they did it. The offense came out, played great. Defense yeah. came out, played great. They combined everything into one solid performance. And I will, I, I will say this, and I haven't been able to say this about Dak Prescott in a very long time. Dak Prescott played phenomenal. Zero turnovers, five touchdowns. I, I don't, I don't know what else to ask. He played his literal first. best game. There is, there is definitely Ever. no argument Ever. to that. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, do the Cowboys still believe in Maher? Well. They did sign a kicker to their practice squad. Uh, Tristan Viscaino uh, played in a few games this year uh, for the uh, Cardinals and the Patriots, has been signed to the Cowboys practice squad. Uh, 
if a team really wanted to make sure the Cowboys didn't have a kicker available, let's say the 49ers, they should sign Vizcaino off of practice squad and put him in a kicker. But I think the Niners are set. Anyway, uh, they're still back in Maher as the kicker. But if he potentially struggles in practice, they have Vizcaino on the roster ready to go if need be. So, Just just a little friendly competition to let Maher know, hey, man, you got you to make these field goals, buddy. Yeah. got to do that. And it's funny that one day he misses all those field goals. They replace the kicker. But Dak leads the league's interceptions, and uh, you don't ever talk about Cooper Rush. Yeah. (laughs) Funny how that works. You you got to talk to Jerry about that. Jerry's like, I overpaid you, so now because I overpaid you, you have to play. That's Jerry Jones' mind. And again, I don't even think Dak's been, like, the problem. I'm just saying that he should have – that was just a really bad look about throwing your helmet, getting all pissed off. And And saying go for fucking two when – You know know what? He's yelling at the coach to go for two. Then okay, but you know you shouldn't be shitting on your teammate. Like you should have been supportive. Yeah, completely agree. Because he he was hurt for a while this this year, and then he comes back and leads the league in picks. Like I would not be talking too much if I were you. That's just me. Yeah, that's one of those things where you just go over and you show support and then you move right. on. But yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Now Tampa, Rob's not here to give his uh, end of uh, season report card, and maybe he'll be back next week to do that. But in the meantime. What grade would you guys give the Bucks season? Uh, I give him an R for retire, as in Tom Brady. <laughs> Is that an option? Well, I give him a, I give him a C plus. <laughs> okay, give him a C plus. They won a bad division. Yeah, for sure. Eight nine. I felt like yeah. we have one of those every year, right? So, um, Tom Brady though. Is this it for his career, or if he stays another year, where does he go? We'll kind of go around and ask that. Okay. DJ, what about you? So here's, here's my thing. He has got, if he wants to come back, we, we don't even know yet. But if he comes back, he's got to get to a situation where he's got a stout offensive line. Because one thing I'll say about the, the game against the Cowboys, he looked old in that game. Yes. The offensive line is is not good. And our defensive line absolutely ran roughshod on them the whole game. I mean, we had someone in the backfield damn near every play. And you saw Tom Brady gets one person pressuring him. He just throws the ball away. Underthrows balls. Overthrows them. Throws them behind the receivers. Whatever the case may be, he just throws them away. I mean, he tries to throw it away out of the end zone. Can't even do that. He gets picked off. So he, he's, he's got to get somewhere that has an offensive line that can protect him and give him you know one to two seconds to just hang out in the pocket and then throw it. If he can get that, I could see him coming back. But if he's not going to get that, there's no reason to because he's just going to get his ass kicked next season. Again. He's damn near 70. What more do you want from him? <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, he doesn't need to do anything else. I mean, 10 Super Bowl appearances, 7 Super Bowl wins, 5 MVPs. He literally sacrificed his family on an altar to just to play. Exactly. He's probably yeah. going to play another year or two. Uh, Phil, uh, what are you thinking on Tom Brady? I think he's staying in Tampa. Um, there's just... I don't think there's anything there. He's the team is not strong offensively or horrible defensively. Um, I could I could, to bring up the same thing. I mean, I could see him going over to Miami. I don't think he wants to leave Florida to be honest with you. And uh, Jackson was not looking for a quarterback, but I think he wants to stay uh, man, in South Florida. And I could see him make maybe going over there on a short short term contract. You know, I never did think about Miami. That's an interesting one. Uh, Nori, he didn't like Ocean was there though. I don't think he played for McDaniel's. Yeah, he might with that offense. You never know. 
Uh, Nori, your thoughts on Tom Brady? What he should do? I think um, I think he maybe goes wherever Sean Payton is going to go. I think that's possibly San Francisco, which they shouldn't oh, if shit. if Purdy like holds up and does what he's supposed to do. But you know, yeah. the, the Brady flirting with San Francisco thing has been like a it's been happening for a long time. The coach, Sean Payton, mm-hmm. Shanahan's not leaving. I think. Let me rephrase. I think if it's Shanahan's not going anywhere because Shanahan is like he's fine. Yeah, but yeah. I think he flirts to San Francisco, or him and Sean Payton team up with the the Raiders, or I don't know. Wow. Um, the Raiders are getting rid of McDaniel's, unfortunately. So, what about Arizona? With, with, I can't with, see with, it. What team? Huh? I can't. Team? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're hiring a new GM. They are in the running for Sean Payton. They need a new coach. Um, I don't know well, what about the new offensive line wise, obviously, but you know, I I don't think they're ready for Tom Brady personally. I can't see it. Like I don't, I, I can't even see Tom coming to San Fran. Honestly, no, not with Purdy, you know. So no, yeah, no. But I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking Miami, Tampa, or he's done. I don't think he's leaving Florida, and I think, I I, I think he's even considering retiring now and legitimately considering it. Well. The last time this came up before he signed with Tampa, the Raiders looked like there was going to be the spot. And that, that's come up actually this year. People were wondering, you know, because he had said previously in an interview, you know, oh, that's who you're going to go with? Oh, okay. Then he signed with Tampa. It, Raiders looked like it was where he was going to go. And then ultimately they stuck with Derek Carr, you know. Um, now, the Raiders are looking for a quarterback. Josh McDaniels, yes, is the coach, but Brady excelled under his offense when he was in New England. So people are talking about the Raiders. My problem with the Raiders is I don't know really know how the offensive line is, and that is a hell of a division you're walking into. Because correct, could, could you imagine that division with Tom Brady in it, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson with a better coach, uh, Tom Brady and uh, Herbert? Yep. I mean. That's that's a lot of time games. So it would um, sell some tickets. Yeah, that I can tell you. It would. Um, some people in Nashville are thinking Tennessee, and I'm like, that ain't fucking happening with our offensive line. No fucking yeah, way. No. <laughs> so, no, yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill runs for his life every day. Yeah, yeah. And you know that's that's a decision Nashville's gonna have to make. The Titans are gonna have to make if Tannehill stays. Um, obviously, they did just uh, hire uh, uh, Rand Carthen as the GM. Pulled him from the Niners front office. Um, and that, interestingly enough, what is it you said, Chicken Wing, about draft picks coming with this? We get two co- uh, compensatory draft picks for that hire. Oh, compensatory. Okay. I was like, I yeah. coming from Tennessee. Now, did you see Trey Lance's tweet, though? No, I haven't. Apparently, Carthen uh, uh, was instrumental in the Niners drafting Trey Lance. And it sparked some potential trade rumors between the Titans and Niners for Trey Lance. Would you go for him? Uh, honestly, yeah. Yeah, you, you get, yeah. Lance has, Lance has to get the fuck out of there, and 49ers should just take whatever they get. The Niners have Purdy. I'm not. I right. mean, Trey Lance will be a great backup. Obviously, Jimmy G's gone. Tannehill is. We don't know how healthy he's going to be. Uh, the Titans have to make a decision on that contract he has coming up. Trey Lance mm-hmm. is an upgrade over Malik Willis. It's not to say Malik right. won't get there, but I don't think he's right now a starter in this league. 
But I've, if if Tannehill is gone, um, if my quarterback competition is Dobbs and Trey Lance, I think I feel good pretty either way. So um, obviously the Titans are going to be hiring a new offensive coordinator, new offensive line coach, making a bunch of hires. They got a new GM in there too. He's going to make some moves. You know, um, mm-hmm. Amy Adams Strunk is, you know, might sign off on that. Don't know what draft wise the Titans would give up for it, but um, I'm I'm down if you want to build around a young quarterback. Uh, with who can still hand the ball to Derrick Henry? You know, it's not a bad <laughs> spot. You know, so basically, yeah. So that that that's an interesting uh, potential trade rumor. But that trying to convince the Niners to give up a, a, a pick, I think they traded up for him, right? So they did. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I think that, they gave away like one or two first round picks. So yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if if they're going to stick with Purdy, they might find a way to get some of those picks back. For Trey Lance, you know, and that that could be a potential landing spot. They'll probably give him a second and third. Yeah, asking because Tennessee's not going to give him a first. No, for sure. So, uh, as far as Brady though, I I would like to say he retires, but I don't think he's ready to hang it up. You know, and that's is it sad for me to say that I feel like he's might be the kind of guy whose career just goes down an injury. That's what I, I worry about. He, to me, he had sacrificed his family for nothing. So yeah, it's I worry about that with him. I mean, he's had a career. He's a storied career. He's going down as one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I think what, I think Chris, he's he's the goat. I don't think anybody is arguing that at this point. Yeah, what do you have to prove? You know. I mean, yeah. you, you've had an amazing career. I mean, I don't know what the alimony is. I, I think your ex-wife makes a lot more money than you ever did. She um, does. She yeah, does. She's, That's correct. She's Brazil's greatest export, for crying out loud. But, you know, it's... I mean, he's always he's got a broadcasting career. Wouldn't you guys love to see his insight, very similar to the way you get Tony Romo's on TV, or maybe he gets some sort of a Peyton and Eli kind of appearance or something like that, you know? Uh, I don't know. He's got a career in that if he wants it. I just, I, I would think he would retire and he'd be happy with where he's at. But if yeah. you're, unless you're going into a deep Super Bowl contender that has a decent offensive line, I just don't know if there's one out there for him right now. You know, I think he stands in Tampa vision, Tampa, because that division's so fucking weak. Yeah, but he's got to get some weapons around him because. That's a hell of a fall off in, in two years. Like you literally won the Super Bowl two seasons ago. You got to the uh, what was the NFC Championship last year? Or was the mm-hmm. NFC Divisional round? I can't remember. What it was happened. divisional. It was divisional. And then you're completely like, yeah, you made the playoffs, but you know, don't sleep on Atlanta. I mean, they over they overachieved despite it. Um, Carolina mm-hmm. set up way better now that they got rid of Baker Mayfield, and then the Saints are the Saints. So it's I don't know. <laughs> It's not as bad as the Rams. They went from Super Bowl champion to (laughs) (laughs) that was was just a typical Super Bowl curse, though. The Rams. I've never seen it that far off, though, man. That's crazy. That's like I've never seen a drop off that bad since the the Bulls dismantled their team after winning their sixth championship, and then just like that was it. So, um. So yeah, uh, we'll see where the Brady saga goes. I'm I'm sure he won't make a complete decision until who knows, like a week before the draft, because he likes to just tire the drum out there as, as it is. So, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, no additional coaches got fired, surprisingly. Thought we might see a new one in Chargers pop up. Um, yeah. But uh, some new draft position has been decided as well. Uh, we had talked about the first uh, 18 last week. So 19th in the first round is going to be Tampa Bay. Seattle will then pick 20th. 21st pick would have gone to Miami, but they are forfeiting that pick. So the 21st pick is actually going to go to the Chargers. The 22nd pick will go to Baltimore. And the 23rd pick goes to Minnesota. So, <laughs> And the rest will play out as the playoffs go on. So, Playoffs? Yep, playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. <laughs> Uh, I mentioned the Titans getting a new GM. I believe the Cardinals hired a new one too. Um, they got uh, Osen Ford from the Titans front office to be their new GM as well. So uh, Monty Osen Ford. So a couple new GM hires. Nothing on the coaching side just yet. In the meantime, though, how about uh, Cliff Kingsbury? Going to be living off that guaranteed money for a good while. He's out in Thailand now. One way ticket to Thailand. <laughs> He's like, I'll come back when I feel like it. How long before we see Kingsbury in, uh, in, in, in anywhere? Maybe a year? Because what? Well, how long? How long is he going to get paid by the Cardinals for doing nothing? Was it four years? I think. How long was well, that? Shit, it's four so, years, JC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, it might just take a year. Just chill. Me, me and the hot wife just going out to Thailand, chilling out. So yeah. yeah. All right. Divisional round, guys. Uh, here we go on it. Now, our bracket predictions. Uh, all of us pretty much, I believe, have chalk on this one. I think Rob actually picked Cincy coming out of this weekend as the only uh, potential upset. But for the most part, I think we all said KC, Philly, Buffalo, and San Francisco are winning. Cincy beating the Bills, too. You had Cincy beating the Bills, did you? Oh, yeah, you did. That's right. Yeah. You and Rob had since he beaten the Bills. That's true. Uh, do you still feel confident about that after this weekend? Phil. I do the toss-up. Yeah. They're both just powerhouses, but Josh Allen seems to have a lot more bad games than Joe does, so that's kind of what I'm leaning it on. Okay. All right, well... Your Jags are opening up the playoffs again on a Saturday. Um, going to KC, your Chiefs, the Chiefs are favored by nine. Phil, what are your Jags? First of all, how confident are you with your Jags in this one, and what do they have to do to win this? I was looking at this game a lot. Go figure. But uh, so the over on this game takes 53. Over under. And that's going to be, it's going to be a very high scoring game. Casey gives up a lot of points. Jags give up their fair share as well. I see this game being at the 60-point range, so if anyone wants to take that bet, uh, I would suggest that. Uh, I think also that 8.5-point line is pretty wide. I see this being a one-score game, possibly you know, a, a field goal difference, just based on the... The way that team's coming together, they're just they they are they're all they are all cylinders right now. As long as Trevor Lawrence does not do what he did the first half uh, against the Chargers, which I think I don't think that's a likely scenario. But uh, if if they if they keep it close, it's going to stay close the entire game. I expect a great game. I'm still not confident that that 
we're going to pull this one out because Casey just look, looks amazing. But I, I think we're going to we're definitely going to give him a run with an arrowhead. All right. Uh, anyone uh, anyone thinking that the Jags have a shot here? Do they keep it close, or is just Casey going to run away with this one? They keep it closer than people think, honestly. Yeah. Within the spread. Yeah. 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 Because the, yeah, yeah. You know, Jacksonville yeah. does have a coach who actually won a Super Bowl. Um, who out coached Bill Belichick in the you know the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. um, I think I think you also also go with especially the NFL football. We should have learned it's not the best teams; it's the hottest teams, and mm-hmm. Jacksonville is extremely extremely hot. So. I think it'll be very interesting. For sure. All right. Nori, your Giants are headed to Philly. Um, I know you picked Philly coming out of this one uh, when we did our whole bracket challenge, but if you had to pick this game individually, the Eagles favored by 7.5, what are you thinking now? Now I'm a lot more confident. (laughs) Um, I feel like the Giants, this is a very winnable game for us, honestly. I, I really think we could beat Philly. They didn't look that great. <clears throat> um, we're a lot healthier than we were when we played them. Um, and it's really hard to beat the same team three times. And even though we're not all as talented as San Francisco, you know, I think the talent right. um, discrepancy is not as big between like the 49ers in Seattle versus the Giants and Philly. Um, I think they're very, I really do think they're a very beatable team. Uh, anyone think the Giants can pull this off? Is that right? I don't think they will, but I believe that it's going to be a close game. I'll pick it back off what Nori said. Look how good they look against Minnesota. You go on the road. You beat it. Well, I mean, we know. We, we, we all have our, our faults with Minnesota, but we can't take anything away from them. They won their division. The Giants had to travel there. Yeah. And they won. They're healthy. Their defense looks good. Daniel Jones is playing great football right now. So yeah, they they definitely have a shot. I I don't I don't know that the spread should be where it is. I feel like it should be smaller than that. But yeah, I've got Philly winning. But this this will be a close one. And if the Giants pull it out somehow, it won't shock me. Yeah, I, I think our Giants are very very capable of beating them. I mentioned it earlier, and I think I think both them and the Jags. Neither one of those wins would surprise me. If it were to happen, I don't, I'm not changing my picks, but neither win would surprise me. Uh, that is the Saturday games, which both feature the number one seeds in each uh, conference. Uh, Jacksonville at Casey will be on NBC at 2.30 Central Time. and I'm sorry, 3.30 Central Time. And then the Giants at Philly, 7.15 p.m. Central Time on Fox. Sunday, Cincy at Buffalo. Um an emotional game. The last time this happened, it was the Monday night game that wasn't due to the DeMar Hamlin uh, injury. Um, this time, though, it's taking place in Buffalo. Um, and just reminder, if Casey and Buffalo win this weekend, the AFC Championship game will be at a neutral site, which I believe is Atlanta. Is that what was decided? Yeah. Yes. That's what they said. Yeah. So uh, 2 p.m. Central Time on CBS. Um I'm still, I mean, I, I can't change my pick anyway, but I'm still thinking Buffalo is going to come out ahead with this one. 
Um, I think mm-hmm. last week was a wake-up call for both teams, but Buffalo, I feel, you know, showed showed why their offense was so good. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is Josh Allen just got to take care of the ball. So um, yeah, when we picked this game, I believe for the Monday night game, I I remember picking Cincinnati to win that one, and really confident about that. But Cincinnati has not looked the same since. Um, especially this past weekend of the wild card round. So, um, but Buffalo, it, it's going to be more emotional game, and I think the, the Bills are going to ride that at home. So, um, now Phil, you picked Cincy. You're sticking with it, I believe you said. So, um, and yeah. So, but I think the spread it might be about right. Buffalo by five. So, now finally we're getting a minority matchup here. Dallas at San Francisco. We're going to just for fun pick this one like we normally would. So uh, DJ and Chicken Wing are going to pick this one last. Phil, you're going to go first. Who are you picking on this one and why? Well, I always say I eat my words before about Dallas. I, uh, I owe DJ an apology. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was, I was given no credit last week. And... They proved me wrong, like, very, very convincingly. As I'm being said, uh, I'm still not going to think they're going to pull this one. I don't think they're going to pull this one out. Uh, San Francisco is just looking too hot now. Pretty is, uh, he's a rookie. This is, he's looking like he's, he's playing like he's not a rookie, but we all know these don't last forever. He can, he can have a bad game. And, uh, there are other weapons and a lot of other things in San Fran, but I, I don't think Dallas is going to be the one to end it for him. All right. Nori, your thoughts? Um, I think Dallas beat up on a, on a pretty mediocre Tampa team. I know I picked them, but, you know, it was more, I think, Dallas's choking playoff history than the talent deficit. Um, I really think the 49ers are just going to throw it fuck them. Like that's, yeah. I don't think that's what people think. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Because if you struggled, if you struggled last year with a 49ers team that limped their way into the playoffs and got hot, mm-hmm. now, now you're going up against a team who is much healthier. Their defense is yeah, disgustingly good. They're playing hot. Mm-hmm. They're beating good teams. They added Christian McCaffrey. It's just like like you made. It's like you made the '94 Bulls better. Like it's kind of fucking wild. Um, it's like the rich got richer. Honestly, that's how I feel. And I don't. And it's not just the Cowboys. I think the 49ers are going to fuck everybody up. Um, I think that what they did to Seattle is an indication of what they're going to do to the rest of the league. So I don't take it too personal. But that's truly what I feel about that game. I don't think it's a big loss. Um, I think Dallas is going to keep this close throughout, yeah. and the Niners are going to pull away in the fourth quarter. Um, that defense is just unbelievably good this year. Um, they're riding a huge win streak. They're just a machine right now. And, uh, yeah, the Brock Purdy, I mean, freak, you had Paul Heyman cut a promo for the guy for crying out loud. Um, but this is like the marquee <laughs> game of the weekend. This is like a, almost a revival of the old rivalry of the 80s and 90s, the, the Cowboys and Niners. So um, I think Dak is going to impress – but I think the Niners are going to get a late turnover and really kind of pull away from this one. So, 
don't ask me about the kicking game. I'm a Titans fan for crying out loud. I never have faith in anybody's kicking game, especially my own. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't leaving that alone. Yeah, yeah, that's not for you. Well, DJ, let's talk about this game. What are you thinking? So with I picked the 49ers to win, and I'm not going to change that. I do feel more confident in the Cowboys watching them be able to play a complete game because it's been a while since I've seen them play a complete game. You have, you know, one side of the ball doing well, but the other side not, and then vice versa. We saw a complete game on Monday night, so that gives me much more confidence. I'm with you. This game will be close throughout, you know, within a touchdown, within a field goal, something like that. But the Niners are going to make one more play in the fourth quarter that will uh, give them the win. I, I will say this, though. the The fact that the opportunity is there for us to, 30 years later, go to San Francisco and beat them gets me excited. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that we'll be able to pull it off. I hope we can. I hope we can. At this point, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Niners. Now, the other half of this Edwards minority matchup, Edwards Bowl, whatever you want to call it, Chicken Wing. What do you got? Yeah, the second favorite, yeah. <laughs> Uh, bang bang Nair gang, fuck out of here. I nine zero. Like, why is this even a question? What is wrong with you people? You're not even being realistic. I, know, I, I love it. It's fantastic. This is gonna be a great weekend. I want to say I asked this last year this time when you guys were playing the wild card round, but I'm gonna ask it again. What are you guys wagering, if anything, on this game? We're not. Mm. No wager. Not on not on this game. I, I've already I've already uh, taken care of my debt. For uh, the bet for the regular season, so of course, of course. Now I honestly think so. Though, if the Cowboys eliminate the Niners, should that flip? Because it's like you took over that prestige there, you know. So nah, nah. But <laughs> I um, I have to. We have to revisit that, Mike. We have to revisit that. I mean, we go to your house and beat you, and it's the basically the thirtieth anniversary of, of that happening. I mean, there's, there's got to be something. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. Uh, about no, it. no, no, we're not. But uh, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I honestly think that the winner of this game is winning the NFC Championship. Even if it's against the Giants. Even if it's against the Giants, it does not matter. I think the winner of is the legitimate NFC champion. Yeah, no, we're not. Uh, if we beat Philly, we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna shit on Dallas. Yeah, you do shit. You're gonna go back to say, what is the Giants yeah, you, 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 games? Norton? When we played Dallas the first week. And still not playing bad, we only lost by seven. And the, the second time we played them, we were missing half our mm-hmm. team. But what's the Giants' record at NFC Championship games? Um, I don't know. But it's, I think it's pretty good, though. If what's Dallas? Mistaken, you're Championship undefeated in the NFC Championship games. The Giants are. I don't think we are. I believe you I are. I mean, it'd be a nice stat, but I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, I, I have a question, Nori. What's the Giants' record against Dak Prescott? Uh, I don't think we've. I don't think we've beaten him. Hmm. Okay. What's, what's, <laughs> okay, so I got one better for you. How many <laughs> NFC Championship okay. games has Des Prescott won? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this, you guys are even playing seven years. No, no, I don't. I don't. We have, I'm no, just we're not playing seven years. Dak has been playing That's seven horrible. years. <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> my friend, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel, no, my friend. <laughs> The mother of my children, the mother of my children, Daniel Jones, okay, has 
Um, he, 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 he for, for two hours, tied Dak Prescott in playoff wins and has been playing less than half the time in the league. I wouldn't be so confident if Dallas has to run into the Giants. I'm just saying. Nori, let me let me do this. I think you and I should dial it back a little bit until we're actually playing each other. Let's yeah. wait till that happens. I mean, if not, though, it's yes. going to be the Niners. Right. We're not going to get that opportunity, unfortunately. Yes. Niners, yeah, Eagles. Yeah, you have a point. If, if, somebody... if you beat the 49ers, you talk all the shit you want because it's just but not But they're happen. not, though. Like, Why are you taking a <laughs> side? Stop this. I'm not taking a side. I'm not taking a side. <laughs> I swear you're taking his side. Mike, all he's, all he's doing is telling you what will happen if we do because you know good and goddamn well. If we win, don't turn your fucking phone off. Don't do it. You're getting a phone call immediately, and quite frankly, after I end that phone call, I'm going to call you right back after that. If they beat the 49ers, I might have to leave the planet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's true. If, if Dallas beats the 49ers, Dallas fans are going to become insufferable real quick. Fucking sufferable. <sighs> but, but you know what? Oh, you know what? Guys. You said it. Not, okay. not me. I won't do that. No, no, fuck you. No, fuck you. You're, you're definitely do that. The if moment says Twitter, double zero. You know you'd be trying to contact Stephen A. Smith. I know that for sure. So, <laughs> all right, football gods, I am calling on you. I, I will sacrifice anything you want, <laughs> even the woman, even your wife, whatever it takes. Especially the wife. Whatever it takes. I don't need for you insufferable fans. Chicken Wayne is currently phone. separated from his wife until after this game on Sunday afternoon. So Shit, yeah, I already, already filed for divorce, bro. You papers are already in. Shut up. <laughs> papers are already fucking in. <laughs> yeah, fuck you too. Fuck out of here. Get out of here. I love it. I love it. Fuck you too. Oh, that's great. Great content, guys. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this week's episode of the Sports Minorities Podcast. We'll be back next week to recap the divisional round, see if we're going to have one or two end-of-season report cards, maybe three if Rob's awake there, and we'll take a look uh-huh. ahead at the conference championship weekend. Um, who's it going to be? Is it going to be a neutral site? What is going to go on here with this one? And... Uh, if Jacksonville wins this weekend, sorry, the conference championships are on Sundays. Sorry, Phil. So. Hey, Jags and plus eight and a half. Uh, I mean, I would take Jags plus eight and a half. I think so. So, if I'm betting in Vegas. So you ain't betting me. <laughs> no. You said you're not a betting man. I, if I had the money for it, right? Bad economy. All right, thanks again, everyone, for joining us. Once again, I'm JC, your resident Titans fan. Joining me this week is our, is our? Uh, Chicken Wing, uh, the forever champion. It's going to happen. The prophecy will fulfill itself. Yeah, it's a forever champion. I'm the one that won the picks this regular season. Bitch, yeah. Jimmy G's going to take us to the promised land. It's going to happen, bro. Whatever, dude. What, is he driving the bus? <laughs> Whatever it takes, bro. Whether he's driving the yeah. bus, bus, flying the plane, he's he taking us, tickets bro. to oh, well, yeah, Unless Jimmy G got his pilot, nice. I don't see that happening. But... Yep. Uh-huh. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, Nori. Um, super excited about my Giants. If they lose to Philly, they lose to Philly. Philly was supposed to be the better team anyway. Um, I'm just, I'm super happy on my team. I don't know how many, uh, it's been a very long time since the Giants won, won, won a playoff game over a decade. Not just got there, but won. We broke the curse of the boat. So we're done with that. 
and um, <laughs> I'm super excited for this franchise. And of course, fuck Dallas. <sighs> Love you, Nori. Love you too, baby. Love you. Yeah. DJ here, Cowboys fan. Uh, looking forward to a fantastic game this weekend. At the end of the day, if we lose, it's understandable. But if we win, I don't want to say I'm going to become insufferable to everyone, but Mike, you are in danger. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and you said danger. <laughs> so I have to say that from the only team that has gone from first overall draft pick to winning a playoff game in history of the NFL, I'm feeling pretty happy to be here. In fact, as far as I know, the season ended at halftime last, last week. So, everything here is just bonus for me. It's all just bonus. I would already recommend in my head. So, it's feeling great. And if we pull off KC, there's no stopping us, in my opinion. So, we may be coming for the Niners, even, even yet, but we still got a tall order in front of us. Well, and don't forget, you eliminated the Titans from playoff contention. God, don't forget you did that. Thank you, everyone, for Good joining us. DJ can kiss my fucking <laughs> I guess I'll make you a second playoff win because that was a, a win for winning round two. That was. That, that, that's true. That is true. <laughs> they, they are the AFC South champions for a reason there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. For the foreseeable future, I might add. Oh. Yeah. Fuck you guys. All right, we'll oh, catch you next week. This puts on our podcast. Thanks everyone once again for listening to the Sports Minorities Podcast. We do appreciate it. If you want to keep the conversation going, we're on Twitter at Sports Minor Pod and also on Facebook at Sports Minorities. Our YouTube channel, Sports Minorities, search on there. We live stream every now and then, just some random stuff. And you can also reach us via email, sports.minorities at gmail.com. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, and we'll catch you all next time. I do miss or cocky enough, one of the two. I yeah, still wish I don't he think, was I don't think he... Yeah, well, <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I miss Bill O'Brien in Houston, greatest Texans coach ever. We all do. Yeah, he actually was a good coach. I think you forget that he was a good coach. He was just a shitty GM. No, he was a better GM. I think yeah. you know. So. <laughs> He's a better GM. Yeah. <laughs> both, both Jason and Phil would agree. Yeah, he's yeah. Great. yeah. right, Phil. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> the, the greatest, just like, just like the Colts should keep Jeff Saturday, right? You know. <laughs>